What is going on, Southwest ISD? What is going on? Welcome back to the best podcast and your number one podcast for all things Southwest ISD Athletics. This is the Scoreboard Podcast. My name is Brandon Medina, and I'm joined, as always, by your athletic director, Mr. Peter Wagner. We will be your hosts for today's journey into Southwest ISD Athletics. And it's going to be a fun one, man. It's going to be packed up with basketball, soccer. We have a signing day today, and uh, more than ever, it is cold outside, but we are keeping it up with the hot takes, keeping it warm here inside. Wow. You like that? That's almost professional right Come there. On. Almost. We're right there. We're right there. It would be like the Vikings long. being a professional football team. Thank you for joining. Did you, did you, uh, did you hear the si- the crickets that just happened right there? But it's kind of like the Cowboy fans. There's a lot week. of hate in this room. <laughs> um, but with that, let's talk a little bit about uh, before we get into the basketball and soccer kind of things, talk to us a little bit about the state of just Southwest ISD athletics. What are you excited about? Uh, what's going on? You right know, now? We're, we're getting ready for track season. Um, track season's getting started. The first track meet is on is the Joe Marsh Dragon yep. Relays on January the 31st. Nice. They had to move the UIL and testing and things like that has really moved our track calendar way up, yep. which is not very um, exciting because you're running literally in the middle of winter around here. Yep. Um, but, and then our tennis schedule is like eight months long. It feels like because of that. And so, uh, excited about track, excited about tennis starting this spring. We got baseball starts. We started softball last week and this Friday baseball starts. So Mm -hmm. this is that time of year from mid January until about mid to late February, depending on the playoffs, about four or five week stretch where. Everything that could be happening is, happening is happening other than the fall sports. You got all of your winter sports are going on and all of your spring sports are going on. And so um, very busy time. Yep. Easy time. to If you want to see something, there's something going on. Yeah. And so uh, excited about those things. And then, you know, still we got realignment coming up and on February 1st in a couple of weeks. We're looking forward to that, what that looks like. Um, just a lot of stuff getting ready kind of. This is that time in administration where you start to look for the next year, that 24, 25 year, start right. planning and doing those types of things. So we're doing a lot of those things as well. Talk to me a little bit about for those who, who maybe heard that right now and, and, and weren't super keen and understand it. Talk to me about the importance of, of realignment. What, 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 what is that for the, for the people listening? So realignment, every two years, the UIL will take, their, will take our, our school enrollments. And so this year in, on, in October, we had to turn in our, our numbers. And so I think uh, Southwest High School was about 2,184 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Legacy was 2,170-something. And so kudos to our administration because we have two schools that are almost exactly the same size. Right. Um, but uh, so they take those numbers and the top 245 largest schools in Texas go into the 6A division. And then the next, however many they want— Five become 5a gotcha. and everything and so that number they they already put those numbers out so southwest and legacy will both be 5a again for another for another two years regardless of how much we grow or whatever yeah um and then in, and so they put you in a district with for everything for everything but football and swimming pretty much and then powerlifting isn't in a uil sport so they don't that's not part of it but uh, everything else goes into like your volleyball, your basketball, your um, tennis, uh, soccer, baseball, softball, track, those things. They all go into one set of 5A 
numbers. And so like for right now, that district is what we're talking about today. Gotcha. Is Medina Valley and those guys. Now we know Medina Valley is going 6A. We also know Jay is probably going to be in with us at some point in time. We're kind of trading them. Mm. But um, you never know how that's going to go with the Lur- We're kind of in that in that no man's land of we can go to Laredo, we can go to different places, or we can go north. Right. Um, and so that's the the nervous part of what, where do we go? How is that going to work and things like that? I think we're pretty much going to stay where we've been because it's just so simple. Yeah. Um, but uh, And then in football, we'll probably stay something, something along the same lines. In football, what they do is they take your 5A school and then they take the next 125 or so, 130, and they become Division One, mm. And then the other group becomes Division Two, And they do that at the beginning and then we go. So, uh, and I don't want to focus on it too much, but I just want to ask the question for my own sake, for to, to you. Um, you know, back back when we when we first met, right when I was mm-hmm. playing, and we were all here in the twenty the twenty tens to like 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. Um, You know, you had the Steels, you mm-hmm. had the Essentials, you had different 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 yep. teams that we're not playing now, yep. right? Because we were six A then, mm-hmm. all all one school. How does that affect kind of rivalries? How does that affect when you when you when you go through this kind of stuff? Obviously, Medina Valley's always been there, all that stuff. But but looking at 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 the rivalries um, to keep kind of that uh, that fun competition going year after year after year, how does this kind of affect that? Um, or do you all talk about that at all when it comes to like athletic directors? Well, I mean, it, it doesn't really. Um, we don't have a we don't have any control over it, right? And so, like, if you look at when in the 2010s, the 2016s, um, Medina Valley was 13, 14, 1500. Yeah. You know, we were three. 3,500 to 4,000, yeah, we're, we're huge. And so we never really played Play them. Medina, so that yeah. so that, that rivalry that everybody talked about from the early, from the 80s to the mid-90s and things like that, because, because when we split, that revitalized that. But what did we lose? Well, we didn't play Jay anymore. We weren't playing, you know, some of those. But really, when we went 6A, we were the, really the only 6A group, and we really didn't play the rivals, that like the things that everybody talked about from the past, the – the 1998 or whatever it was South Sand game when they're both undefeated and there's mm-hmm. like 20,000 people down in the down in Dragon Stadium and stuff like that. Um, Medina Valley, the Har- you know, we would play Harlandale every year, but that was like a, hey, we're going to play Harlandale. And then when we went undefeated a few years and got really good, Harlandale yeah, wasn't that- interested in playing us anymore. Yeah. And and so a lot of that was built on some of the success that we brought in and then and then so you lose some of those rivalries because they were already 5A. Well, we dropped 5A. We're back to playing the Harlandales, the McCollums, the, the you know, Medina Valleys, all of those guys. Those classic and, matchups. And it's back to classic matchups like it was back in the, you know, mid-90s, things like that. And, and so now we're starting to see that we're growing again. And to see where that goes, yeah, and, and stuff. And through all these changes, one thing that is consistent is uh, Southwest ISD produces uh, not just great athletes, but we produce great students first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're excited. I know today we have uh, a student be recognized. Talk to us a little bit about this recognition. So we're really excited that uh, we have our first. Uh, we have some kids who are committed. They just haven't we we haven't figured out the right time that they that that what that works with their families and everything else like that. But. Um, Today's our first signing. Uh, Starlet Oyella mm-hmm. um, is signing with uh, the College of the Southwest in Hobbs, New Mexico, to play volleyball. Nice. And so we're excited about that. We're doing that here in about 
30 minutes and uh, really excited about those things. And, you know, that's probably one of, of more than a, a few that we'll, we'll have yeah. from the from a pretty phenomenal historic volleyball team. Absolutely. Yeah, this volleyball team has been incredible. Of course, you have uh, I'm sure we'll hear a lot later on in the year about some, some soccer signings, hopefully. And mm-hmm. then of course, you have. Uh, next year, I'm sure already that that our boy Voss will be signing somewhere pretty mm-hmm. big uh, once we get to there. So there, there's so many student athletes. Obviously, you have uh, we recognized um, our boy from cross country, Anthony's, Anthony's, Anthony's about about the last night the board and meeting. So, uh, yep. He's going to uh, is he is it UIW? Yep, he's yeah. going on. He's going. He's pretty because of his grades. He's almost got almost a full ride to go That's to UIW awesome. to go run track and and well deserved and, and and run cross country. Well deserved, absolutely. So a lot of great things are happening for student athletes here uh, at Southwest ISD. Um, when you get to sit back and kind of look at all that happening in in, in a different role, right? You were the mm-hmm. coach, and you know, uh, yeah, I remember a uh, funny story. I remember when we were talking, um, and we always talk about it on the podcast. If you've been listening, whether it's YouTube, Spotify, whatever the case, first off, we thank you for listening. But every time we talk. We give each other uh, little jabs here and they're just messing with each <laughs> other. Um, I was never, it's not, it, it's no secret. I was never a great player at all, um, but I was always putting in the work to figure it out mm-hmm. with Wagner. Um, and I remember, I remember you sitting with my mom, dad before when I was going to, going to look at colleges and you were like, listen, Brandon, if you want to play football, like we can, we can find somewhere. Just be ready to go to like North Dakota <laughs> or something like that. Some yeah. like way, way, way like, deep. We'll three. find everybody a place <laughs> to play. <laughs> we'll find something. I don't know. You might have to. Hey, yeah, and it like, may but, be in Alaska, yeah, but like, you but never know. If you really want to play, and I was like, <laughs> I'm good, coach. But mm-hmm. uh, in this different role, being athletic director, uh, how is it to kind of see um, more, more of a of a top view, a bird's eye view of all of these great programs, being able to send kids to school, being able to get them an opportunity to play at the next level? Well, I think that's more a matter of uh, from my role is is trying to be the best. Um, uh, clearer of obstacles for coaches to be able to to do what they do and then to um, create systems that are able to really um, help our kids uh, find those find those avenues that they want you know playing playing college sports is is tough and it's even tougher now with the transfer portal and everything else like That's that true. Um, and sometimes you know you you get kids that you think you think that uh, holy moly, they they just want the they just want the picture of the signing, right? You know, but there's a lot that goes into being successful at the college level. Um, lots of work after you get there. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about Anthony Zapata, and uh, you know what people don't see is the work behind the scenes. It's like that iceberg effect, right? You don't you only see the tip of the iceberg. You see them winning and things like that, but you what you didn't see is Anthony working out with his teammates and then talking to his coach and saying. Okay, everybody's gone, coach. I'm going to run ten. I'm going to I'm going to go over here and run ten 200 meter sprints. And so he's running 200s, and he runs five. and He's going to get a drink. Why? He's like, "Oh, you done already?" He's like, "No, I'm just getting a drink. I got to go do five more." He's doing that on his own. Yeah. You know, that's the same thing as the basketball player that's putting up extra shots, or the soccer player who's doing who's doing getting more touches and and things like that. And that's what our young kids need to know, and what we need to continue to build in our program. But trying to clear that way to make that happen and and I mean if you look at it you know we have four teams really in their season right now and and the four soccer teams we would expect that they're going to be in the hunt for being in the playoffs and stuff competing for championships but this year unlike last year all four of our basketball teams are in the hunt right you know our girls basketball teams are both tied for fourth right now uh 
and we'll talk a little bit more about that. And then, um, and our boys' basketball teams right now are they they're the two huge games. Yep, coming up. Coming up this week, so um, probably a pretty good segue to move on into that, right? Yeah, absolutely. You're a pro. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that. Can man. I we have, can I write that down? Yeah, please do. Please do. <laughs> um, we we have the fire and armor basketball game coming up for boys and girls um, on Friday the nineteenth. Um, it is payday Southwest, so you better be out there. You better be, you go, go out there and support some student athletes. Uh, but looking at it, what are you expecting? We'll start on on the girls' side first because I feel like that's that's the real uh, competitive one to look at. And then you can look at the boys; it's going to be a tight, tight, tight matchup. Um, but obviously, we talked about it last week. Southwest High School is on their own run. Um, Legacy is when we were talking about basketball last year. It seemed like with with boys basketball specifically at Legacy, we were like, "There's potential there." What can, what can it grow into? And we're finally seeing it, starting to see the fruits of that labor kind of be grown yeah. into. Um, so let's talk about the girls first, though. Uh, what are you expecting huge, in this matchup? Huge game tonight at Legacy High School for the girls. Um, you know, there's a there's a three-way tie for fourth. Mm. And uh, so if you look at the Titans, this, is, this week is probably the biggest week of their season now, given everything that's going on. And so you got the Titans playing, playing Eagle Pass win today, who they're tied with. Right. And then they come into the fire and armor matchup on Friday with with uh, the Dragons, who they're also tied with. And so what they what what needs to happen for them to really take ownership of that fourth spot is they need to beat Win tonight, which I think they can. And then they gotta sweep the Dragons at at Southwest High School. If they do that, then they take then they take ownership. Right. On the flip side of that, the Dragons get a shot at a team that they the the district leader yep. right now, Harlandale, who they only lost to by three. Seven and in district. Seven and in district, and I think they have the closest game almost from for Harlandale. And so they're gonna have to go into a tough place to play at Harlandale and try to pull that one out. However, if they don't, then they end up with that two game stretch of Friday night against against legacy yep. they they gotta win that one to get the split and then they get the home game against uh win a couple games later if not the immediately after and so um those are the two that that stretch right there and then still beating the teams you're supposed to beat medina valley yep. who's getting a lot better south sand who's getting who's i don't know if they're getting a lot better but they're always a tough matchup and so you got to beat the teams you're supposed to beat and then beat those other two. And so uh the it's it's nice to be talking about it though, right? Last yeah, year no, last year was like, well, they're they're fighting. They're do, they're they're trying they're to get better. They yeah. They're doing what they can and now they're and now they're in it. You know, so the growth there with it for our coaches is there and and that's pretty neat. Um and then we move forward from there. Yeah, and you look at the the Southwest Dragons and the Legacy Titans boys basketball game. Um starting at Southwest they're running the gauntlet, man. They're leading. They're leading this pack right now for the playoffs uh, in the district. And then you have number two and number three, Hollandale and Legacy, back to back. You know, what does this say about a team when you when you see this in the schedule? What's kind of your message as a coach to the players of like? Well, I think we. I think we start with Legacy because they had a huge win against Harlandale right. um, the other night, and so. That was what put this whole thing. I think into, that was Harlandale's first loss. That was Harlandale's first loss. So now you have now you have McCollum at three and two. You got uh, South San at three and two. Then you got 
Harlandale and and Legacy at four three and, and at four and one, yep. and then the Dragons at five and zero. Oh. So this is a huge two two game stretch for the Dragons um, tonight against Harlandale, and the Dragons are the hardest part for the, that they struggle with is that they got a big old target on their back. Yeah. Whereas Legacy's kind of like, you know, they're doing great, but the but they're kind of overachieving for expectations. They're a younger team. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you look at Giovanni Aranda, who got a game ball from the Express News last week. Yep. Um, things like that. And uh, they just play hard. And they, they make the right play most of the time. Um, and, and that's a big deal. And so uh, excited for them. They got a big game tonight, though, because it's never – we always say go to win, get a win. But going to win to get a win is still tough to get on that bus and, and – uh, and go there. There ain't no being me anybody in the gym. Yep. And it's like, and you just got to play. And it's a, it's a tough place to play. And and win, win can beat people. Yeah. You know. And so if you don't come ready, then don't. It's a it's the classic trap game. Right. Tonight for them. And then you got the big one, at home against the Dragons, ready to roll. And then you go to the Dragons. Harlandale's out for them. They want to get them. Legacy's and, also gonna be out. And then yeah. yeah, I mean that that's the that's gonna be their life for the rest of the season. Right. And so how well do they go, re, how well do they respond to that? And you could easily go if you're the dragons, right? If you're not careful and you're not keeping up with that momentum, playing to a certain level, um, mm-hmm. and I think uh not letting up when the pressure gets on, you could easily jump from one to four very quickly if Correct. you drop two. Um yep. and so that could be a, a massive change. I know we had uh, last week, Trey Martin was up for one of the players of the week as well for Dave Campbell's uh, player, the Texas basketball's player of the week. So there's there, there's a lot of storylines going into this next mm-hmm. few uh, few games for this, basketball. This week is a huge week of basketball. Yeah. Just the the beginning of the second round for uh for the girls, and then the end of the first round for the boys to kind of jockey for position. I mean, we know who the teams are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's there's really six teams for four spots in the girls. And and really, there's really only one spot up for grabs with three teams, and the boys' side, it's really the Dragons, the Titans, and then it's you know Harlandale, South Sand, and uh, McCullum. It's a five-team race, really. When when and them are are kind of struggling, um, so you come into the second half. Those are big games. Don't drop one because you end up losing a seed here and there and, and things of that nature. And all five of those teams are, if you're going to rank them, you'd probably be like Dragons, Harlandale, or or the Titans. I think that one will end up being a split probably at the end of the day. Yeah. And then and then South Sam. And then McCullum. I think McCollum's going to be, yeah. can McCollum sn- jump up and, and bite somebody? Yep. That's going to be the thing. And so moving on into uh, soccer, uh, there's – Obviously, a lot of expectation, like you said, last year we had. Uh, was it every team in soccer wins mm-hmm. the playoffs? No, I think or, two years ago it was every ago. team, and then last year it was three out of the four. Gotcha. So, looking at it, um, how are expectations looking so far? I know the Dragons have dropped two. Uh, they tied They tied recently. Yep. Um, and so, they're going through uh, the motions. They're still a top team in the in, in the state and the city. Uh, but looking, starting at the Dragons, how are expectations kind of – moving and shifting as we continue with this schedule i think on a thirty thousand foot view of this thing is that legacy is closing the gap with southwest i agree um i think the girls are closing the gap um 
but the girls, the the Southwest girls had a, they kind of had a, a tough one against O'Connor, but then they won uh, two games on Saturday. They beat Wagner eight to zero, and then they, I don't remember exactly who they played on Thursday, but they got a W on Thursday as well. Um, on the on Legacy side, you know they struggle a little bit with the time stuff and and just the second straight week of tournaments and everything where they uh, they lost to. They lost to Holmes on on Friday. Um, I think they they got a win. I think on Saturday, and then they 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 struggled. To, they either tied or lost on on Thursday. Mm-hmm. But um, the way they're playing, you're talking about two weeks ago. They lost to to Bernie two to zero. Yeah, that's a ten to nothing game last year. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, things like that. And so, what I think is the to to kind of put it in perspective on the girl side is. That game, the Fire and Armor Derby, is going to be is going to be interesting this year. On the boys' side, I think that the the Dragons found out that hey, uh, we got we got some work to do. Yeah, if we're going to meet all those extremely, maybe high. even unfair high expectations for a kind of a young group, you know, they're starting some freshmen and everything, and so, um, you know, they they beat they. They won against they won four two I think it was against Burbank on Thursday. Then they they turned around and lost or tied. I'm sorry, they beat Burbank. Then they beat um, Los Fresnos, mm-hmm. which was a nice win after last year because that was their only regular season loss last year. And then um, so they beat Los Fresnos and then they tied Clark three three. And so you turn around and look at Legacy struggled again a little bit but played some tough teams. You know, yeah. and I mean, they lost to Davenport in the last minute and a half, and Davenport's a really good team. Um, they're probably going to be a state contender at the 4A level, and then you they come in on on Friday and uh, play another good team, and then on Saturday um, beat the brakes off of Kennedy. Exactly, 7-0. beat the beat the holy holy bejesus yeah. out of uh, out of Kennedy. You know, everybody get every everybody scores. You yeah. get a score, you get a goal, you get a goal, things like that. So, um, so good confidence booster going into a week off. But then this Friday, you know, Legacy's playing the number one team in the region in Piper, at Piper, and so nice. that's that's going to be a that's going to be a big time game where they really they're tested. The difference in the past to now is that Coach Sandoval's done and Coach Romero have done an amazing job of getting them tested. And they've, for the most part, responded. You know what I mean? And so they're going to be, they're not going to see anybody, but maybe they won't even, they're not going to see anybody in district that they haven't seen that kind of talent before. Does that make sense? To include the Dragons. And so that's going to be huge and exciting going into soccer season. Man, it's going to be tough. But I will say, uh, looking at, Kind of the standings right now. Uh, Southwest is still second right now. Medina Valley is kind of just taking over uh, mm-hmm. in soccer right now. And I would um, say compare schedules. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. The schedules are, are very different. Uh, but looking right now for uh, the varsity boys soccer team over at uh, at both schools, the standings as it is right now is Medina Valley um, is at number one. They are 9-0-2, so zero losses, two ties. Southwest is four two and one. Then you got Harlandale, Southside, Southwest Legacy is right there, right behind. Uh, Win McCullum and South San um, hasn't won a game either, and so they're, those are all teams that they're going to be 
playing throughout the season and looking at. And as the schedule comes up right now, you got Alexander and Wynn for Southwest and then at Medina Valley. So February 2nd, uh, which is going to be, what is that? Is that in two, two weeks, Fridays? Mm-hmm. Uh, in Friday, on Friday, February 2nd, Southwest High School at Medina Valley. Uh, that's going to be a, a massive I mean, one. That's going to be a huge game. Yeah, so that, 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 that that's going to be a really big one to look forward to. Um, so, you know, soccer season is in full swing. Um, again, we said it last week. What's really exciting about soccer season is that you're seeing teams that you would really never really see play uh, a Southwest ISD school. And it's one of the few times on the calendar year that you're seeing teams playing, like you said, Piper, Fox Tech, like these teams that just really – we don't we don't get enough um, exposure and I think, to. I think it's kind of like you know our softball team um, teams who have won so much that they're that it's kind of like in football for a while, right? We our first year in two thousand six, we were playing Harlandale, yeah, and uh, not a, a Jay's best team till this year, but before that they were okay. Um, Uvalde things like that. We get done with that season and we go into the next one and we're playing steal the new school you know clemens but um and and playing well with them but from then on you know we're playing steel brennan uh these you know in six they like you're talking about playing the type of schedule that um that's the the difficulty of schedule because of because of success Mm -hmm. that that hadn't been played here and probably ever to be honest um you know Definitely since the days of, you know, uh, Coach Goad and a year and and Coach Detmer here and there when when Ty Detmer was here, but the level of success in football, the level of success in softball, brings those teams in. You look at our softball tournament. There's teams. You got Harlingen South. You got all these other teams coming in, and they're top teams that are playing in three, four, five rounds in the playoffs. Yeah, that's what our soccer t- our soccer teams are doing as well now. So. The level of play and the teams we play are a lot different. So when you look at Medina Valley's nine zero and two team, well, they won the Edgewood tournament. Yeah, who was in the Edgewood tournament? You know what are what is that like? And so there's different ways of scheduling based on you know where your program is at at that time. And we got right. we got more than a few programs that are that are doing pretty well. Absolutely. And uh, we look forward to highlighting more of those programs in the future. And so right now the focus is all about uh, soccer, basketball. Obviously, we're going to shift a lot into uh, the track and field coming up. When you put your jackets on, that's track and field season. So we're really excited to, to talk more Softball, about that. Baseball, Softball, tennis, baseball, baseball. Back to tennis. It's going to be a lot. It's going to come fast mm-hmm. and furious. Got some and good with, golfers coming in. And with softball and baseball, you have those beautiful new fields. Make sure you go check those out, mm-hmm. um, as well as the, the new scoreboards popping up. So uh, it's going to be a fun time here at Southwest ISD, and we're glad to be uh, kind of your pilots for all this journey. So uh, for myself, for Peter Wagner, thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Scoreboard. Again, follow us on YouTube at SWISDTV. Uh, you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Google Play, Amazon, all that great stuff, wherever you can find podcasts. Just search us up for the Scoreboard Podcast. Uh, again, thank you for tuning in. We look forward to bringing you more uh, Southwest ISD Athletics news and hopefully some more big signings for some of our Southwest Amen. ISD uh, student athletes. So with that, have a wonderful week and a wonderful weekend. And as always, we are Southwest. Southwest.